Okay, she gets on the phone as a little Do some good, um, 
That's the way my mom brought me up, and uh, I know she's proud of me. And it is truly, truly an honor to be on this show every Tuesday with you, Sue, and it comes from the bottom of my heart. Um, I just want to say, Howard, you know, I need to, I'm not going to have a rant about this, but all I am going to say is the people that need to be here are here. Those that have gone need to make room for better people. And I am truly honored by everybody. We have got new co-hosts coming on to the show this week. Um, we had Kathy last night. What an absolute terrific show we had last She's night. She's a sweetheart. Kathy Teal. I, I'll tell you what, absolutely amazing. Just, we just, like me and you, Howard, how we do the show, we just got glued together, didn't we? It was just fantastic, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Kathy was exactly the same. And we just literally, everything just, the two hours went in no time. Absolute no, no time. It was just absolute fantastic. Um. Well, do you know what? It's funny because I've got a phone call already, and and it may just be somebody quite special, I seem to think. Hi, Captain. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, Sue. How are you doing? Hello, Howard. How are you? How are you doing, my friend? Doing really well. Much better than we have over the past couple of weeks. Well, that's great. That's great. It's truly, truly an honor to have you on the show, Cap. Thank you, Howard. I appreciate that. It's really, um, you know, how how everyone looks up to you out there, including me. (laughs) First of all, Captain, can you tell everybody who you are and what you do? Because if we've got new people listening, and if they haven't heard of you, I mean, I'm not being funny, I'm in the UK and I've heard of you, but, you know, for any new people, can you just tell people what you do and uh, about yourself? Sure. I, uh, I'm actually calling in as uh, the captain of the New Jersey SPCA, the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, I'm also the president of the uh, New Jersey Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, and uh, I do have been doing a lot of this lately, uh, talking to uh, different media sources and kind of filling people in on what took place in the aftermath of and during Hurricane Sandy here in New Jersey and New York. Uh, um, to be fair, you've helped loads of different people. I mean, I, I keep an eye on your Facebook, and uh, there's more links than I, I can keep up with half the time. But <laughs> Yeah, me too, almost, that- but... <laughs> Um, but I know Howard um, has a few words, so I'm going to pass you over to Howard now. And uh, I, I know um, Howard's going to be okay, so go on, Howard. Yeah, I'll be okay. You know, Captain, I don't want you to get upset what I'm going to say, but, you know, when I was growing up, Mickey Mantle was my hero. When I got older, a couple of rock stars were my hero. At 56 years, 56 years old, you are truly my hero. You've inspired Thank me. You. I've learned from you. I respect you. And you really keep me going every day, Captain. I look at what you do. And um, it really keeps me going. Truly. Thank you, Howard. I I know you and I do stay in touch. We talked uh, in the uh, when I was uh, part of the rescue effort down at the Jersey Shore in the hurricane aftermath. You had reached out to me just to let me know that you were thinking about us all out here. And uh, I did get an opportunity uh, in between a, a few chores that I was handling uh, to give you a call, and we did talk briefly. And you know, to Sue's point. Um, what I've tried to do uh, in particular is to uh, be a place where people from all over uh, can contact us and get help, whether it's via email or a phone call, if it's not here in New Jersey, um, because, you know, we really, uh, you know, I always say it's all about the animals, mm-hmm. and that has resonated with people, and people know that if they have an issue, uh, you know, they can contact us, and I will do everything I can to help 
if an animal's involved. And I, I think that people uh, appreciate that, and, and it's been very good for us as well as an organization. It is amazing. And I do have a major announcement to make about one of my events. This is a first. Mm-hmm. I, have a, an, I, have, I do have an event going since the storm hit. It's called Go Green and Go Blue for All Affected by Superstorm Sandy. Well, I spoke to the captain. We are now changing the name of the event. It's going to be called Go Green and Go Blue for the New Jersey SPCA and all those affected by the storm. So Captain will be putting links um, for for any donations needed and anything he needs. And and you actually kept, uh, can you tell us what you guys actually need the most of and where people um, can donate? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, as in the past, uh, people can go directly to our website. Uh, We do have a link set up for Hurricane Sandy Relief. And uh, as president, I've also uh, determined that all donations that are coming in, unless they're specified, uh, will be going into the Hurricane Relief Fund until the end of December of 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, it's imperative uh, that, that people continue to reach out. We have had a lot of people that have reached out to offer help. I uh, was in contact with a gentleman from North Carolina over the past week who today made his first delivery uh, of food up here to uh, a shelter uh, that's going to be distributed out. What we're doing is we have a couple of larger shelters that were not affected uh, or not adversely affected by Hurricane Sandy. They've become the donation drop-off points, and they have been helping the New Jersey State SPCA distribute those supplies out to other needy shelters and rescues, and actually even some individual people uh, and senior citizens who have fallen on hard times following the storm. So mm-hmm. we're, we're just hoping that people continue to reach out uh, through the holidays and after the holidays so that we can all work through this. It's going to be a long rebuilding process, both physically and emotionally, for the state of New Jersey. Absolutely. You know, I went through the earthquake here, Captain, not nearly as bad as a major earthquake. And as I tell people, it, it's a long, long, long time. It doesn't go in a way a week, a month, or even a year. So, you know, you know, obviously I will keep the event going, and, um, you know, we'll just do what we can do for you. And I know you also have the store which people can buy holiday gifts. Yes, yes. Yeah, we're going to be doing some specials between now and the end of the year to stimulate a little extra activity there as well. And uh, we have some of our rescued animals that are our honorary elves this year in the online store. Patrick and Hercules are our first two, and there will be more. Uh, they're kind of our honorary elves to let people know why we do what we do. Who's Patrick? Patrick? Did I ever hear of Patrick? I was yeah, just going to say, who said dog. the word? <laughs> you know, but I have to tell you, Cap, for the people, you know, and, and you were on the show once, and, and just real quickly, can you tell people basically the miracle and, and why you think Patrick affected, you know, obviously he was not the first abused dog, abused dog by any means, but, you know, just tell people why you think he had such an effect. Well, again, it was, um, in my words, uh, the day that, that Patrick was uh, was discovered, um, my words were that it was the worst condition I've ever seen a dog in uh, that was actually still alive. And I think those images, those initial images uh, that were pretty graphic, uh, really just hit people deep down in their hearts and in their souls uh, when they saw that. And, and then... Um, the, the will that Patrick showed to live uh, that showed it in his eyes, uh, mm-hmm. I think, really, truly affected people. Yeah. And my voice yeah. actually just wavered there because it's hard to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, truly amazing. And, I, and Keisha's trial's coming up on the third, correct, or, or the extension, uh, whatever it is. That's the, well, yeah, I now refer to it as that's the next scheduled court date. <laughs> What's going to happen?
happen is your guess is as good as mine. But you know, yeah. we're we're hoping that it's drawing to a conclusion. It's going to be two years in uh, March of 2013. So I think that's uh, enough time. Yeah, that's enough already. <clears throat> it is. Yes. Uh, And this is the thing, I mean, this is what gets me. I mean, obviously, let's just go off the subject slightly, but the the laws are are something else, aren't they? When it comes to the dog cruelty and everything, you know, even when it goes through all this and, you know, she gets into court and gets uh, what she deserves, that's hope, you know, is it it ever going to be enough? Do you know what I mean? We we see all these animal cases, and, you know, my biggest rant is that we had one, uh, we had two pups that were buried alive, and right. the person got caught, there was no, you know, it was absolute proof that they did it, and they got 25 weeks for it. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, that, that um, a lot that of people... That doesn't even calculate, does it? No, a lot of people really struggle with that, and the way that I keep my sanity although some people may question if I've actually kept it or not, but <laughs> the, way that, the way that I've actually kept my sanity, and I've had this conversation with Howard, uh, so he knows what's going to be coming next. Um, my, my most important issue with any case and every case that we deal with as an organization is the outcome for the animal, and what happens to the person has to remain secondary. Do we try to get maximum penalties? Absolutely, yes, we do. Do we like to see people really pay for their crimes? Yes, we do. But in order to keep our sanity because of the way different courts handle different animal cruelty charges, it's just got to be about the animal and the end result of the animal and the fact that the animal is going to be okay has to remain first priority. Um, Penalties uh, that people receive are more of a feel-good thing uh, for other people, that they see that they were truly punished. But the real, real important issue has got to be the animal, and, and that's why we always try to keep our focus there. Cap, how close are we to the law being signed? Is it one away from the governor, Patrick's Law? Um, <clears throat> Patrick's Law, I'll give you a quick update, Howard. I uh, spoke to Senator Kane, the sponsor of that bill, a couple of days before it was going up to vote mm-hmm. to ask them if they would consider uh, the amendments that we had put forth to that bill, which are very important amendments to make the bill workable for us the lead law enforcement agency for animal cruelty. Mm -hmm. Some of the things that were changed in that law are going to make it more difficult for us in court, and it's actually going to drag court cases out longer. Hmm. So the senator agreed that he'd be willing to talk about them, but he still wanted it to go to a vote because he knew he had the votes to get it passed in the Senate. And he said when it goes into the assembly, which is where it is now, that he'd be willing to talk to the assemblymen and assemblywomen about making amendments and sending it back. So the next day, I immediately contacted the assembly members and gave them the list of changes, and we're going to have to have conversations with members of the assembly to see if they're willing to work with us in those amendments. If they do, then the world's a good place. If they don't, then we'll be conversing with uh, Governor Christie's office, asking him to veto it so it can go back then to the Senate to be amended. So Mm, we have mm, some work mm. to do. Unfortunately, this is the way the process works. Yeah. I did speak to GSVS today, by the way. Patrick's doing, of course, amazingly well. Yes, uh, he is. Just just love that Santa picture of him. Yeah. (laughs) And that was actually actually from last year now. Oh, I know. So, I know. Can't, hey, I got yeah. my master's degree in Pat. Get it by you, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be talking. I'll be talking to Pat Scavelli about the, a few current pictures for this holiday, and we'll be sharing those with people as we get closer to the holidays. That's great. And how is um, how is Hercules doing? Uh, amazingly well. He he just every day 
Uh, I don't want to, you know, repeat myself, but every day with that dog is a new adventure. He's so puppyish. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, he loves, he's absolutely head over heels in love with his new mom, Terry, um, and, and, and the rest of the family, both four-legged and two-legged. Um, you know, sleeps with the family cat and just oh, yeah. a lovable dog. He's going to be with us at the Super Pet Expo in Edison in February. He's going to come make an appearance for the Patrick? SPCA. in February? Uh, no. Uh, oh, well, no, Hercules for sure. Okay. And if and if and when Patrick's case is ever settled, then we'll be able to announce Patrick's appearance. But we obviously can't do that yet until we get the court uh, adjudication. Yeah. Well, I'll be there. You know, Pat, um, Captain, one thing I did want to say, Sue's going to kill me, but I have to tell you, Captain, I think you know how much she has done for the animals. It's just unbelievable. Yes. It's yes. just I, I praise her so much. I respect her so much. She's really gotten out there. And she's had, you know, it, it's just amazing. And people like her are the people that get the word out. And yes. she should really pat herself on the back. Yes. You know, I, Don't be you know, great but, you, know, you know, Sue, the, that's a real, a real, real valid point of what Howard just said, because I, I repeat this and speak about this all the time. Not everybody can do what I do. Not everybody can do what you do. Not everybody can do what a shelter volunteer does, and not everybody can do what a vet tech does. It's got to be a combination of all these different people with all these right. different talents of what they can and can't do that make this work. And, and that's why, you know, I align myself with people who are in it for the animals. And the minute I find someone's not in it for the animals, then, then that person is not someone who's going to get my support, my time, and my energy. But right. anybody who's in it for the animals, I'll stand shoulder to shoulder with them. Uh, but we all do a different part in animal welfare, and that's, that's right. what makes it work. Hey, GSVS, they call me Pat. Well, at, at, captain, at the GSVS, they call me now the president of the Patrick's Fan Club. Well, I said, you know, the captain's, <laughs> the, captain's the president. I'm the vice president. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, Captain, on that note, I need to just, I don't know if you're aware, we've actually started up the Global Animal Advocate um, page. And this is where I'm, I must admit, I, I literally, the other day, um, I did a show and I broke down in tears because my, I can't t explain to anybody how my heart is in this. It's a passion. It is, I, I don't want to just share pictures of dogs anymore. I don't want to say to somebody, there's a shelter in New York. I don't want to say to somebody, there's a pup that needs saving or, you know, oh, look at this or whatever. It's beyond that now. I don't want just small. I want it to go even massive. And the Global Animal Advocate, I want it to be a page for every single group in the world to join. Mm -hmm. This is global, global Animal Advocate. It's one big animal advocate, and it's going to be a part for everybody. It doesn't matter what group you're in. I don't care if it's got 20 members, 200 members, 2,000, 20,000, 2 million, right? Everybody is welcome in that group. And what I want to do is literally to be able to get it so that everybody shares to there and so that all of these groups are brought into one. At this moment in time, I keep saying this over and over, but we need to make this voice louder. You know, these laws have got to change. And I'm, I'm literally saying to people, this is where we need to go to all of our governments and say to them, you know, they must be able to see what we can see. Why is nobody standing up? And I keep saying all the time, you know, we the society and the governments are to blame. Because until all of us make a stand and say that enough's enough and this cruelty cannot go on, then it's nev we're never going to get any further. That's right. Yep. 
Yeah, there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes. And by the way, I posted Global Animal Advocate and and your show uh, on our on our Facebook page today to let people know about it. Um, you know, right now we were able to get a law passed very quickly. Excuse me about getting animals on uh, trains and buses, mass transit during an evacuation here in the state of New Jersey. Wow. Uh, the timing was right. The support was there. The public outcry was there. And that's moving forward at breakneck speed. So, you know, that's what we need to do as animal advocates is, you know, strike while the iron's hot when it's on people's exactly. mind and we can make change because, you know, that whole uh, legal, the whole legal system and the, and the assembly and the Senate, and that, that is, it just grinds slowly forward. It's a very difficult field to play in. Um, but we're there and our voices are strong and steady for the animals and unwavering uh, for the animals. And, and that's, it's going to take continued pressure, you know, across the country. And, you know, when something happens in one state, uh, we all learn from that, and then other states follow. Uh, so, you know, it, it's a very challenging aspect to deal with. Sue? We have yep. we have someone on hold that is a big fan of the captains, and she'd just like to say hello and tell the captain about her rescues real quick. Miss Sally. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Sally. How are you doing? Hi, Sue. How are you? I'm good. I'm okay. Hello, Thank Sally. you. Hi, Captain. I'm How so are you? Honored. I'm great. Um, it's so good to get to talk to you because I, I follow New Jersey SPCA, too, and, and all the great work you do, and especially with the hurricane you guys are just awesome. You work tirelessly, and, you know, I, you're a hero of Howard's, and you're a hero of mine. Um, Thank you. Thank I, you very much. I followed you especially since Patrick, and that really opened my eyes to do more. Um, I did always have rescue animals, but I'm even more involved now in mm-hmm. rescue and um getting the animals, you know, especially in the ending the the gas chambers. And I'd I'd really love to see all no-kill shelters, but I don't know. That's going to take a while. But um, I just – Howard wanted me to talk a little bit about um, my latest rescues I've got. Because I I rescue – mine are all rescues. And I have six. I have a (laughs) six-pack. And (laughs) – our recent one that we just got is named Toby. He's a boxer. He's seven months old. Um, he was in a kill shelter. Um, the shelter I work for, girl, they're they're full, always full. And uh, she said, I can't let him die. And I said, okay. Um, I'll meet you and I'll take, I'll take him. Well, she first said he was going to be adopted. I'm like, well, that's great. You know, that's awesome called me back and said, you know what? They wouldn't take him because he still has a tail. He wasn't mm-hmm. Bob. I'm like, what? Are you serious? Yeah, she said they don't want him because he doesn't have Bob's tail. Okay, that does not make him any less of a boxer. But then she tried to look a boxer a rescue group, and they wouldn't take him because he didn't have a Bob's tail. They said, oh, well, he must not be full boxer. Oh, this is crazy. Just because his tail. And that's a, you know what gets me is that's a human thing. The humans, we do it for some appearances on our, you know, for whatever reason, to alter their appearance. And it made me so frustrated to know that they wouldn't take him because he still had his tail. So we we took him. He was neutered Thursday and vetted. 
and uh, he's mine. So nice. Um, Very nice. That reminds me of my honeymoon, actually. I just got to interrupt you real quick. Um, I dated uh, Mrs. Captain for quite a while before we got married, and the night of our honeymoon is when she first and only discovered that I actually had a tail myself. And it was a little difficult the evening, but then, uh, but then she, then she had me neutered, and the rest is history. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, Howard. Uh, I don't know, Captain. Is Mrs. Captain listening to the show? Oh boy! Um, I'll find out when oh, I get home. Oh my goodness! Have you, have you heard the story about? Have you heard the story about naughty husbands that end up in cages on the RC show? <laughs> And actually, I did that because the, one of the one of the secrets to 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 my keeping uh, my cool and my my focus is that. And Howard, you know this. I I try to keep a sense of humor and yep. I try to bring it out in other people because it's exactly. uh, it's a very very healthy thing in my opinion and a very necessary thing, especially when you deal with what we all deal with and the frustration and uh, the anger. Uh, and the tears and all the other things, so it just kind of brings a little perspective on the other side, and that's that's why I do that. So, yeah. yeah. Now, Captain, talking about talking about sense of humor, I think you should auction off those famous bowling shoes, and and and, and they can go to the shelter. <laughs> oh, I hated those shoes. God, that was a great event, but I hated those shoes. Are you going to do another event like that? Do yeah, you know? we act. We we actually are. Um, you know, it's been. Uh, you know, the end of this year has been crazy with a couple of major cases that we had yeah. and yeah. are still ongoing. And then the hurricane uh, and, and all of, you know, all the effects of that, uh, both personally, you know, professionally yeah. and in the animal world, uh, you know, that, that's been a major undertaking. Uh, and that continues as, as we move forward. Yeah. So, you know, when we, work, when we work through all of our current issues, we will be setting up some uh, more fun events in the coming year. Hopefully Tiffy won't cheat this time, though. Uh, I don't think that I, that's part of her uh, heritage. Uh, yes, I don't know. I don't know how to explain what she did. <laughs> so, so Captain, basically, can people send like blankets and you know stuff like that to the to the New Jersey SPCA? Really, yeah, what are you? What mean? Yeah. yeah, what we're really asking people to do, and, and, and honestly, we've had a, a tremendous uh, outpouring of people who've uh, driven food into the state of New Jersey. I talked to uh, Mr. Steve Dash, who uh, runs the Atlantic County Humane Society down in, in the southern portion of the state of New Jersey, and they actually were the benefactor of like four tractor trailers uh, worth of donated food, wow. and they're spreading it around to all the shelters in the lower portion uh, of New Jersey. So what we're asking people to do is if you can go to our website, which is www.njspca.org, uh, and make a monetary donation or mail gift cards for, you know, any place that sells pet supplies, that's great. Okay, great. And if people, yeah, if people do want to box up some blankets and towels and things like that, um, and they can mail those to us, and our address is on our website as well. Okay, so I'll encourage Sue and I will encourage everyone on the event page to do what you're saying. That'll be great. Yeah, that'll be wonderful. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, it, anyway, it allows us to it allows us to get. You know, I was out visiting shelters last week uh, in northern New Jersey, northwestern New Jersey, that were you know near my hometown, which was severely impacted, and the entire northern part of the state in in certain areas. Uh, saw a lot of devastation. Um, so I was out in those shelters last 
Sunday uh, trying to take around supplies. And what I was running into were certain shelters had specific needs. You know, we need wet kitten food. We need mm-hmm. dry puppy food. Um, so I quickly scrambled and, and sent some people out with some of the gift cards that we'd gotten so that we could, you know, stopgap those immediate needs uh, because obviously, you know, puppies and kittens, you need to be careful dietary. Uh, so we're trying our best to help people with their specific needs and the monetary and the gift cards help us do that better and quicker. Exactly. I know on uh, 1212 there's a big benefit concert at Madison Square Garden and I'm, yes. hoping, I'm hoping some of that will uh, go towards the animals. I know it's Bruce Springsteen, Billy Joel, Bon Jovi, Paul McCartney, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I've already uh, I've already emailed Bruce and Bon Jovi and have, and have, you know, asked them out of the kindness of their heart. Hopefully they'll donate to the animals, which I'm sure they will. Which I I'm hope sure so they too. Will. Yeah, yeah. Which I I'm, hope so too. I'm sure they will. Uh, and do you know what? It's amazing. To be fair, I, and I'm I'm going back to the same thing again. You know, it's amazing how um, like the events the groups and everything, how much we can actually achieve just working together and sharing the links together. Do you know what I mean? It's just fantastic. And, like, the, the hurricane event, it made a massive difference, to say the least. Mm-hmm. You know, Sue and Howard, I'll, I'll give you a prime example of groups coming together at a time uh, of need that would be, I guess you can call them, um, um, you know, groups that you wouldn't think would be aligning together, uh, but Associated Humane, uh, you know, has been working with us in taking any animal uh, that we rescued at the Jersey Shore, uh, like snakes and turtles, uh, that we had no one else to take them to. We, you know, had people from Associated Humane respond out and take those animals to safety to their facility. Um, and we also used their, their three locations as donation drop-off points, and then they're also distributing out to needy shelters those supplies. So, you know, we have put aside our differences that were created during the Patrick situation mm-hmm. uh, for the good of the animals. I personally feel very good about that. Um, a couple of people have questioned me, and, you know, why would you do that? Um, it's easy. The answer is called, it's for the animals. Um, and we needed to do that, and we rose above any differences that we may have, and that is continuing today, and that relationship is getting better than it ever was because we came together for the animals. Oh, that's great. That's great. And, and you know, Captain, I do want to thank you. I remember when I started my events in 2011, and, you know, there were 40 people, and I was getting discouraged, and you said, don't you dare stop them, and now they have gone worldwide. Right. So, you know, I, I do appreciate all your support on that. I actually had a woman from Mexico uh, post on my Facebook page last night that she's in love with me. So I'm making headway too, Howard. <laughs> oh, you're going to be in trouble with Mrs. Captain. Oh, boy. I'm she's never home anymore to get in trouble. I'm never <laughs> home anymore to get in trouble, so I'm pretty safe out here. Hey, Sue, he may be coming over to visit you before you know it. <laughs> I'm lucky. So I'm lucky to have. A, I'm lucky to have a job that requires me to wear a bulletproof vest. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love my oh, vest definitely. now. Uh, and do you know what, Captain? You're absolutely right about having a joke about things and stuff. Because let's face it, even in your job, you know, you must see some horrific things every single day mm-hmm. and think, you know, and question the human race, what we're all about and what the world's about and where we're heading for. And you do. Re- I keep saying to people, it's almost like you ca- you don't want to carry yesterday into today. 
Every day has got to be a fresh start, really, hasn't it? Yeah, correct. You're absolutely correct. We all, you know, we all got our eyes opened up as we met these survivors of, of Hurricane Sandy at the Jersey Shore and had people doing just wanting to talk to us about how they felt now that they knew their animal was safe. And they didn't care. They didn't care that their house was filled with mud and debris and sand. They didn't care that they had to throw out all of their appliances and all of their clothes, and they've lost all of their childhood memories uh, that they had stored. All they, all they wanted to talk about was how happy they were to be reunited with their dog or their cat, uh, even the guy with the boa constrictor snake, who was, it was a very emotional reunion with his snake. Um, it, it's just, it, it, it boggled my mind, the goodness of people. Uh, and the perspective of people who had just gone through what these people went through uh, is very, very, very humbling to me. Captain, how how bad is it in Staten Island? Is it re- is it still really bad there? Um, there are areas that that are pretty bad. Yes, and and uh-huh. again, you know what happened, Howard. Uh, you know, even certain parts of the shore, uh, certain parts of the shore that were hit pretty hard, mm-hmm. but the buildings are standing. Uh, then mm-hmm. you go into a town like Ortley Beach, where I don't know what the number is, if it's 20% or 30% of the homes are gone, mm-hmm. uh, washed away. Wow. And in, Man- wow. in Manilokin, you know, the ocean met the bay and created new inlets and washed away homes. Hmm. So depending hmm. upon, you know, it, 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 it was just amazing how you could go a half a mile and there would be very little damage, and yet there would be another neighborhood that's totally wiped out. Yeah, I remember during the earthquake here, you know, people, the houses were leveled. You would see people in the parks with their animals, and it was, you know, the yes. outpouring of love. You know, the outpouring of love was just amazing. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I remember bringing food and stuff like that. So, you know, you know, like I say to people, Captain, and, you know, I would say it to Sue, you know, even if you donate one bag of food or a toy or a blanket, don't don't assume that it's not going to help because it will. You know, it's every little donation will help, everything. Every little Absolutely. donation counts. You Absolutely. Know, you know, don't feel, you know, that, oh, well, this is no big deal, so I won't do it. It is a big deal. Yep, it is absolutely. a big deal. It is a you big know, deal. I, I've, I've thought, too, you know, you know, we have Thanksgiving in this country coming up Thursday. You know, and us who, you know, aren't, I live in the middle of the country in Illinois, and it's like you don't know until you've lived that kind of thing, what these poor people are going through. And I was thinking, you know, a good thing to do for Thanksgiving Go and donate or give a donation to this to the people and the animals out there in honor of the fact that you're you know help them be thankful that they can move on and you know give them give them an uplift you know as you're thankful for what you have help someone who's lost everything is what I think would be so great for people to do Just I'll say a couple of states. Yeah, a couple of states that have, have just shocked me, um, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised because they're states that have gone through things themselves, but the number of people from California, the number of people from um, Michigan, the number of people from Illinois, and remarkably the number of people from Maryland and North Carolina that are offering their help here in New Jersey has blown me away. Hmm. It's uh, just people are, people are driving up here with rented trucks. Wow. On their own time, after they did a neighborhood collection, I just had, we had our board of trustee meeting last night, and I had another four people who decided to have a garage sale and donate everything they made in their garage sale to the SPCA and the animals. Hmm. Um, 
just wow. it, it's just it's amazing what people are doing. It is, it is. You know, people. You know, it's funny. It's not funny, but people. I was talking to my mom. People always. You know, people are complacent a lot, Captain. When it comes to something yes. like this, you really see people's true, you know, true side, and people really, people do shine. But I got to tell you, during the, I don't mean to be negative, but during the earthquake out here in 90, it was 94, people were so nice. It lasted for a couple of years. And you know something, people, you know, with Thanksgiving coming, Captain, I know you appreciate this, and of course Sue does too, and, you know, everyone out there, you got to be nice to people all the time, just you know, yep. from your heart, just from your heart, yep. just just give, yeah, yeah. do what you can do, and especially to the animals. You know, that's of course, you know, as I say, you know, some most of the animals are nicer than some friends I have, but yeah. you know, but you know, I know how my little Rosie's, you know, affected my life and Sally's and and Sue's cats. So you know, something. It's just it it just all comes down to love, kindness, and caring, and and I think that's why I think that's why people have so much respect for you, Cap. You know, a lot of people. You know, a lot of people see you in the uniform, but they don't know the crazy side we know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I saw the the crazy side with a picture of him holding. If whether I'm not very good at my um, crocodile friends, but there's a crocodile or or a uh, what's the other one you were holding? I'm not being funny. That's more than crazy. That that it happened to be an alligator, by the way, but that's okay. I, I did. Um, I, I, that, I couldn't think of the word, and it'd be one or the other, but I wasn't quite sure. Yep. But I just want to correct it, just in, you know, for educational purposes. Yes, and thank that you. alligator was that alligator was more like a dog than any alligator I've ever met in my life. It was actually pretty funny. But um, you know, Howard, the, the one key uh, that I try to drive home with all of my people uh, is the word respect. Uh, right. Treat everybody. Uh, even when it's difficult and when you're not being treated with respect, you treat everybody you deal with and you treat every animal that you deal with with respect and dignity. And and if you do that, then you will always you will always be doing the right thing. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, it's true. It's true, and it starts. You know, you know Captain. Can I just say, you know, you're saying about people coming together with a hurricane, and I'm sort of pretty well saying what Howard said. Isn't it such a shame that it takes a hurricane to bring us all these people together? And I've said this before, you know, like when Princess Diana died, everybody came together and the world stopped and mourned for her and all came together. I just keep saying to people, why does it need a hurricane or why did it need one person who had done so much for us all to come together? Why does it need that? Why can't we just do that automatically? Isn't this the time for change when we all join hands and say, do you know what? We've had enough and we can actually do something here. Yeah, yeah. It's very very true. It's very true. And, And I've always said, too, you never truly know someone, no matter how long you've known them, until you go through something major, uh, whether it's a death in the family, um, a sickness, um, an issue with a child, right. a hurricane, a tornado, um, and then you truly get to know people. You really truly get to see what type of person they are deep inside. Yeah. Because it's very easy to go through life just not worrying about anything or anybody else, just yourself. But when the time comes that you have to be there for somebody else or something else like an animal, that's when you see someone's true colors. Yeah, and, and, and you know, Captain, as I've said, of course, look, and I, I, of course I'm obsessive, but look look how many people Patrick brought together. Yes. I mean, none of us would have known each other, and just a little guy and people rallied around him. And, and you know, that's what it's all about. It's just, you know, yep. um, you know just a special little guy who, who changed people's lives. Yeah. And, you know, he had, uh, you know, Patrick was, was more than just a, a dog that was near death. 
again, he had that, that, that look of will to live in his eyes. Correct. And then he had that immediate look as he was, if you remember back, and I know you do, Howard, those early pictures yeah. when he was just a rack of bones with mm-hmm. a couple of little outfits on and a hat on, mm-hmm. and you could look right into his eyes, into his soul. Yep. And not every, not every animal or human being is like that. Um, you know, I'll give you a prime example of somebody who's got that look of Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People still like, they love the guy. Mm-hmm. They love the guy because he's got, he just kind of, he has that look. Of, and that's Howard, and that's Hercules too. You know, they, they've got that look, they've got that exuberance, um, you know, that will to live, the glad to be alive mm-hmm. uh, type of uh, personality and look about them. And, and it's just, it really does catch people. It, it's amazing. amazing. You know, yeah. I have to share a story real quick with you, Cap, just to show how affected. You know, my little dog, Rosie, I had, I had neck surgery two years ago. Very seri- I had cervical mm-hmm. spine surgery. So before I went to the hospital, I gave, I don't know, I gave either my wife or my mom a picture of Rosie. So I guess I woke up in, uh, you know, I guess right after the operation, my mom, my mom and my wife are there. And the first thing I said was, give me the picture of Rosie. <laughs> I took the picture. I looked at it. I put it to my heart, and I was out. So that's how... That's a, oh, if, if my mom and if my mom and my wife hear this, they'll kill me. But you know, the point is, you can appreciate what I'm saying, Cap and Sally and yes. Rosie. You know, it's just, I mean, they really touch a part of your heart that no one else does. Exactly. Funny too, we were we were driving through um, we were driving through Seaside Heights, and a a woman literally bolted out of her house toward our truck. And people only had three or four hours on the island uh, to be there, and then they had to leave. Uh, this is following the hurricane, obviously, uh, when they let people go back. And this woman came, literally bolted out of her front door and ran down the street in the middle of the street in front of my truck and stopped. And I thought there was some sort of emergency. And she runs up to my window and goes, Jeff, Chloe with you? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and, you know, I said, no, I'm sorry. I said, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, you know, people just people just you know connect with animals, and it's just an amazing thing. Did you always have the passion you know, to do this, Cap? What you're doing I'm now? I'm sorry. Did you I'm always sorry? have the pa- Did you always have the passion to do what you're doing now? I mean, when you were younger. Um, no, because when I was younger, uh, you know, I was raising a family, I was working two jobs, and I was you know doing all these things, uh, and and you know just just living my life. And but you know deep down inside, I knew I always wanted to do more. Uh, and that's when I got involved in, you know, running for uh, elected office in my hometown. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 I did, and then it was the animals, and I had an opportunity to get involved, and I jumped at it. Uh, and from the first day that I stepped into the SPCA as an agent, um, and then to move forward and, and be promoted through the ranks and then also be elected to the Board of Trustees and then elected as vice president and then elected as president. I mean, everything just kind of, you know, it just kind of followed uh, my, my passion and what I wanted to do, and it's all worked out amazingly well. And we have a great group of people. You know, I said at our Board of Trustee meeting last night that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky because I get to be the spokesperson and the face of the STCA to a lot of people, but mm-hmm. I'm all, I told the officers and agents in the room, I'm all of you put together. You know, when somebody says, yeah, we love, you know, we love the NJSPCA, we love you, Cap, they, they love you all. You know, we have 40 dedicated law enforcement personnel that are out there every day doing what I do. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Yeah. So that's, what, that's what Sue wants to do with her global advocate. She wants to bring everything under one umbrella, which I really, mm-hmm. I really praise her for. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Captain, what's the first animal that you can remember that you've saved that had a story with it? Well, I can I can remember it actually very very vividly, and I still have the I still have the uh, file folder. Uh, now we do everything online, but when I first started, of course, we didn't. So I have my little file folder with my pictures in it and all. Um, there, there was a complaint. It was the first case I ever handled on my own. It was a complaint uh, up in way up in northwest New Jersey about a very sickly elderly horse. So when I went to the property, uh, there were five or six very healthy horses in the uh, in the stable and in, in where I could see from the road. And the woman refused to let me to go on her property. But the next-door neighbor said, hey, come on my property. You can walk back and see it. I walked to the back of the property, and there in a stall was the skinniest, most pathetic-looking, uh, what looked to be like a 40- or 50-year-old horse. Um, mm. I was able to see that it was in such bad condition that now legally I had a right to climb over the fence because it was an emergent situation. I did. The horse had open wounds on it. They were, they were infected. There were pus. His eyes were mm-hmm. cloudy. It was covered with biting lice, which I'd never seen before. Mm. Skinny. Um, we pulled the horse out of there the next day. It only lived for two weeks, and it died. And uh, after mm-hmm. it had passed, I come to find out the horse was 13 months old. Wow. Oh. Uh, these, oh, these, these, these people just wanted to hide it and let it die. And that's what basically good happened. Uh, and that case has stuck with me ever since that first day. I'll never forget the look of that horse. And, and the feel of that horse and the bones as you ran your hand over it. Oh. How do you, or when did you manage to be able to shut your feelings off? Because I think all of us look on Facebook and, you know, some of us don't actually go out and see the animals live. We just see mm-hmm. pictures on Facebook. And, and mm-hmm. I've said to people about the fact that I saw where somebody had actually boiled, you know, dogs alive. Yes. And boiling hot water, and it just absolutely. And the one where the guy had buried a dog underground, and it's just his head sticking out. I mean, if I got to that bloke, you lot would be doing a bail out to get me out of prison because I'd have to serve time, I'm afraid. Do you know what I mean? But what, how did, did you literally, were you able to switch your feelings off straight away, or did that come in time? Um, actually, it happened fairly quickly. And, you know, I've, I've trained people. Uh, after they've gone through their classroom training, I field trained a lot of people. Some of those people, the first time out, they end up quitting because they don't have the emotional ability to be able to understand that you have a job to do, and when you're complete with your job, after your job is done, after the animal is safe, after the person is in custody, or after summonses are filed, then when you get in your car, um, you know, it's okay if it's nighttime and you're crying in your car, but you can't do that when you're trying to deal with people at a crime scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a very, very emotional thing to deal with. Sometimes it does take days, weeks, months, and never to get an image out of your mind, but you do it because you have a job to do. It's <laughs> cliche. It's just like a fireman, an EMT, a police officer. Um, you know, you, you, go into, you go into a mode when you're doing your job. And it's not that we're void of feeling or void of anger. You just, you just don't show any of that. Yeah. And you hold it in. Yeah. And you just have to make sure that you don't hold it in so much that you make yourself ill. Um, you know, you, you, that's why you've got to vent. That's why you've got to let out. That's why you've got to crack jokes. That's why you've got to do what you do to keep your sanity. Um, but, but, it, but you can do it. Uh, but not everybody can do it. 
You just got to keep it balanced. Exactly. You know, it's like a, you know, it's like a surgeon. They, you know, it's like, I mean, they care about you at the moment, but they go on, and you know, that's, you know, that's just the way it is with that kind of stuff. Yes. Yes. Uh, Cap, I did want to give you special regards from one of your biggest fans down under, Nicole Scott. She wanted me to uh, tell you that you and your family have a wonderful Thanksgiving. She thinks the world of you. Thank you. I actually messaged her last night to thank her for something that she had posted on Facebook and for some great support from the people of Australia. And we also have a, a, a crazy group up in Canada. <laughs> I love them up there. A um, bunch of characters, um, but, but huge support, huge support from uh, a Canadian group uh, also, which is very nice for us. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, yeah. well Captain, I wanted to say it's such an honor talking to you. Um, thank I you, Sally. Phone call from Mike Shelter. Actually, she's they're a little short-handed, so I may need I need to call her back and see if she needs me. So, <laughs> there you go. Always good to I, talk to you, Sally. Thanks for what you do and, and and what you're doing with the rescues. Oh, thank I, I care, tell you, Sally. I wouldn't do I wouldn't do it anything different. I tell you. So you Next guys one. have a wonderful Thanksgiving, Sue. You have a great great rest of the show, hon. You okay, guys cheers, love. Thanks for ringing in. All right, take care, Sally. Bye. And I, I had a phone call. Bye. I had a phone call just before from Jeff Coltenback, who was down in Newark, uh, in an area that he shouldn't be in, by the way. But I didn't tell him that. Um, he had been called a, about a pit bull that had some uh, wounds that looked like it might have been involved in fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he called me from uh, 18th Street or 19th Street in Newark. Whoa. Um, I Whoa. immediately called. I immediately called Sergeant Al Peterson, mm-hmm. uh, and we contacted Animal Control, Newark Animal Control. Uh, they were going to respond down to uh, get that dog and get it in for some veterinary care, and Sergeant Peterson's going to look into the circumstances of how that happened. So uh, well, Jeff was a busy uh, guy this afternoon. So well, bless Jeff's heart. That's great. That's yes. wonderful. Yes. That's great. So what? Let's um, just ask a bit about a personal life of yours. Let's. Uh, what do you actually do outside of your work, and and where does your work? What time does your work start in and finish? Well, I I, uh, I have a, uh, a a job. I work for a company that I've been at for 31 years. I'm a sales and marketing manager. Um, I actually travel uh, a lot, both across the country and over into Europe. Um, uh, fairly often, I'm traveling. I do stay in touch and communication uh, when I'm traveling. So most people have no clue. When I was in the Czech Republic last year, I was posting on Facebook at like. You know, there it was 10 o'clock at night, and, you know, here it's 4 o'clock in the morning or whatever, and people, no one picked up on the time difference. It was kind of funny. Um, but, you know, just um, my wife and I both love the outdoors. We we love to hike. Uh, I love to play golf. Um, I, don't, I don't get out as much as I'd like to, but I do enjoy myself, and I do spend, again, the majority of my time. When I have free time, I'm outside. Um and we we enjoy ourselves. We enjoy the outdoors. Now, can I suggest something? Even though I'm in, mm-hmm. India, I'm in the UK and can't actually organise this, but maybe you uh, men could have a charity golf game. Well, we if have anybody was up to giving that. a bit of a challenge against the captain. <laughs> yeah, we've actually talked about that, setting that up. <laughs> That's Sue, that's a great idea. Then Patrick can retrieve all the balls that you know that go off the course there. There you go. Well, my golf game falls right in line with my uh, love of hiking and spending time in the woods because I do walk through a lot of woods trying to find that damn ball, but it all works out. 
Captain, I did officially, I did officially change the name of the event. It's called Go Green and Go Blue for the New Jersey SPCA and all those affected by Hurricane Sandy. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Thank you, Howard. Well, we appreciate it. And Sue and I had talked on the on the show before, Captain. You know, I have you know a lot of events that are ongoing, and if it's okay with you, I would after the storm is all said, I would like to brainstorm with you and Sue and get some kind of event going on her worldwide on the um, Global Advocate page and keep going it all year and maybe give him you know just update people you know on stuff like that and you know, nice. maybe do, and maybe do chariot events for you guys through there. Nice. Okay, great, great. That'd be wonderful. Excellent. Well, do you know, this is what I absolutely love about the show is that we can actually all come together and literally help so many in so many different ways. And when you think of the miles that we're covering between us, it's it's quite amazing to bring so many people together, isn't it? I, yes, I just, it is. I just love saying the words, bringing people together. It's just music to my ears. Yep. And, and jumping back, Sue, too, that everybody everybody can do something. Not everybody can do what everyone else is doing, but everybody can do something. And some people can give an hour a week, and some people can give 20 hours. Some people can take pictures. Some people can paint pictures. Some people can take care of animals. Some people can foster. Some people can transport. Everybody that does any of those things is just as important as everybody else. And right. because we, could not, we could not do what we do without the entire support network that's out there. And it's kind of funny because not everybody I deal with in this animal welfare world uh, is a nice person, but if they're in it for the animals, they're my friend. Hmm. I don't care how grouchy, yes. grumpy, nasty, snippy, snappy you are. If you're doing <laughs> it for the animals, go ahead, bite me in the ass. I don't <laughs> care. Uh, literally. <laughs> all I'm going to say is I just do the professional ranting. <laughs> that's a, and, that, and that's all part of it, too. So thank you. But do you know what, Captain, I've actually asked people to just... If they would just go to the shelters, the ones that can go to the shelters, for instance, mm-hmm. if those people could just go to the, their local shelters, doesn't matter if you're in America, UK, I, I'm not, I'm not, don't care where people are from. I don't care if the kennel's got the rescue or the shelter has got 50 dogs, 100 dogs. Just go and take some pictures of the dogs and put them on Facebook because it could yep. be somebody local to you that happens to be thinking about getting a dog and this is where people don't realize they can make such a big impact by all coming together we can put it on the global animal advocate page we've got a bit where we've actually got a gallery and people can upload their pictures from the local shelter or you know wherever and we can literally put them on and it's getting the dog's faces out there it could be that just one dog does an expression on a face it could be that Somebody used to have a, an old German Shepherd, then they want to get another one, or it could, you know, any number of reasons. Yep. You know, it just making yep. that small difference. That's right. Yep. Yeah. You know, there was a shelter in New York, and I was going to say I won't say the name, but I will. And it's, you know, New York ACC, and they used to take pictures of dogs. They had a room that was like royal blue, and somebody punched a hole in the wall and there was a pipe in the wall. So they took a chain, and they wrapped the chain around the pipe, and that's what they would hook on the dog's leash when they were taking a picture trying to get dogs adopted. And I contacted the woman that, run, that ran the place and said, what is wrong with you literally? Every dog you take a picture of, you have a chain to a pipe in the wall. Like if you didn't do that, the dog's going to attack and kill the photographer. Why don't you <laughs> disconnect the leash from the dog, the chain from the dog's neck, take the chain off the dog's neck 
and put a birthday hat on it, put a golf hat on it, put a baseball hat on it, put a pink bow on the exactly. door. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that just infuriated me. Um, and the shelters exactly. that work with photographers to take those pictures, the rate of adoption is like three, four, five, six times higher than those that don't. Wow. It, wow. It's, it's just marketing 101. That's yeah. all it is. And, and, Captain, I imagine the shelters, especially in the city, are just overloaded right now due to the storm. Yeah, they're, they're you know, uh, actually, I have to say that, and this is really because of social media, the Internet, uh, the reunite rates are, are monster high here, mm-hmm. uh, and animals got back to their human families within a matter of days. Wow. The problem now is that there are people that lost their homes that can't find temporary housing to allow dogs. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to work with a couple. One great group here in New Jersey is called Sear Farm. Mm-hmm. It's in Jackson, New Jersey, yeah. and they specialize in dealing with people who need short-term or long-term if they're displaced from their home, whether it's domestic violence or whatever it is. Wow. They will they will shelter animals for people. Uh, they actually took 80 of the dogs from Seaside Heights area uh, from from an, and, and took those dogs and held them for us for three, four, or five days until they could be reunited with their family. They're an amazing group. Uh, they really yeah. stepped up for us. Yeah, we'll have to get that on the advocate page, so went on the on the event page. I, I was just going to ask, ask <laughs> you, Captain, if you could repeat, repeat that again for me, because I did yeah. miss that. What, yeah, what was the name Sear, of it? Sorry. Yeah, it's Sear Farm, S-E-E-R-F-A-R-M, Sear Farm, and, and they help in situations where people need short-term or long-term sheltering for an animal and they you know it's not like okay if you want us to do it you have to pay us 36 dollars a day it's like if you can't afford to pay us we'll help you they're an amazing group of people i i've always i've always said they're captain approved ever since i first met them uh, every time i see them i thank them uh because they're an amazing group of volunteers that's great that's great well yeah, they're on the global animal advocate page as well Captain, I got a couple of PMs. Are the calendars still available? They're sold out. Uh, no, we we're getting close, but we're going to have them probably for another three to four weeks. We'll have calendars available. Okay, okay can you put two away for me, Cap? A- absolutely. Because I want to. will. I want to send someone someone by the name of uh, Sue, but I'm not sure who it is really. So put <laughs> put uh, put two away for me, and and I'll probably check in the mail. Okay. I Cap, will, Howard. Great. Absolutely. Great. Great. Fantastic. So, so have you had um, a busy? So, what in the next few days have you got lined up? Have you got any events that we can advertise for you? Well, we just actually we just had a uh, pet expo at the Meadowlands Expo Center, which was an area in New Jersey and Secaucus that was not badly hit by the storm. So that event went off, and that was last weekend. And now we actually have a few weeks reprieve, uh, and then after the holidays in February is our next big event. It's our largest event of the year. It's called the Super Pet Expo. It takes place in the Raritan Exposition Center in Edison, New Jersey, um, and I'll be posting the dates in the next couple of weeks on our Facebook page uh, so people know, you know when that event's going to take place. And that's when we do our low-cost microchipping and low-cost vaccines also. Excellent. Well, you, you know by all means that you can put them on any of our uh, pages that we've got with the ASU show and also with the uh, Global Animal Advocate. So, um, Thank you. Oh, I am so chuffed to have had you on the show, and you know, you know, you're welcome here any time because I know, obviously, Howard's got an open invite for you as well as myself. 
thank you very much. And I, I just want to say to both of you, you know, again, Howard, you know, we have Thanksgiving coming uh, soon. You know, I'll be with my mom and dad and, and, mm-hmm. and Susan uh, and, and, and my family. Um, and I probably won't go online that day. Yeah. Maybe I'll oh. sneak outside with my smartphone. But, yeah. um, you know, it never ends for us. And, yeah. and you know, we do have to if, if something comes up. You know, we'll be responding out. But I, I thank you and Sue. Um, one of the one of the key things that we all need to do as animal advocates uh, in in this in this world we're in uh, is speak with one strong, steady voice. And you two do a great job in getting the word out there and keeping it on top of mind to people. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate what you both do uh, in your own different ways. Thank you, Cap. You have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. And once again, I, I just admire you and. You know, you made my day by being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Howard. Thank you very much. And, Sue, thank, thank you also. Uh, continued success and continued, uh, you know, success in, as you move forward with your new adventure. Brilliant. Thank you ever so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye, both. Take care, Kat. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks very much. Okay. And, oh, what a pleasure it is wow. to have the captain on wow. the show. What a Absolute wow. fantastic. So, young lady, you'll be getting. You'll have to pop me your address. You'll be getting the uh, the calendar, which features Hercules and Patrick in there. So it's quite. I got my I got my calendar last year, and I was surprised the captain signed it for me. So I have that put away. But you know, Sue, he's just he's just an amazing guy, as serious as he could be. He's so down to earth, and he's so real, and that's why people admire him and love him. And uh, you know, he's he's just a good guy. He's just an amazing guy. Well, I, we're going to have um, a little tune because obviously we've got our next guest waiting on the phone line. So we just want to make sure it's definitely in before I put him on. So we're just going to have um, a little tune. And this is going to be dedicated to Howard and to the captain. Also to Sean and to Tammy and to Gav and to Bill and all of my admins and to Kathy. And I'm sure to have missed somebody out and somebody's going to tell me off. And, you know, I apologize but also to every single person that's helping the show. It's, it's because of you guys that we are getting the voice out there. So please, change your statuses on Facebook and tell everybody you're busy at the moment listening to the ASU show. And I'll be back in a couple of minutes um, to literally get our next guest on the show. So we're, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Thanks, everybody.
and welcome back to the Ask Sue show. Now, I've just got to say to everybody that my daughter, who is 10 at the moment, Jana, has been a very good girl, even though she is supposed to be in bed, but she has been good and she's sitting next to me. And she's going to be very, very embarrassed for a minute because she's going to read out this piece that she's just wrote out on the radio. So this is Jana. She's 10. She's my little baby girl. and She's very beautiful. And I'll put a picture of her straight on Facebook after the show. So here we go to Jana, who's looking very red, bless her. But she's beautiful, and she's going to read this out to you. Here you go. Asu Davis. Asu Show is about people who ask... Who asked Sue is my mum, so I know a lot about her. I will put what Asie does. One number one, missing people. Number two, cat, dogs and cats. People kill dogs and put them in hot water, so we need to stop them. Who is with me? And I see that, please. Oh, bless her. Isn't she just amazing? And she's wrote that on a piece of paper literally by me. And I looked at it and I thought, that's something that literally needs to be wrote, literally said out loud, to say the least. So can I just ask everybody that's in the chat room, please sign in to Blog Talk Radio, okay? Um, I know there's a lot of you waiting for our next guest, who I'm going to be bringing in just a minute. Um, but please, in the chat room, round of applause for my Jana, who can look at the chat at the minute. So, um, and just want to say there's quite a few people, Jana, saying well done to you in the chat room. And uh, so everybody... Um, just do a round of applause in the chat room for my Jana. Now, let me just say, if, if anybody wants to sign into Blog Talk Radio, it's very simple. It just takes a couple of minutes, and then you can literally um, be able to chat in the chat room as well. So with no further ado, let's bring back my co-host, where I'm sure he'll be calming down over our last guest. Yes. Are you okay there, Howard? I'm okay. I'm okay. It's, um, uh, have it's... you wiped your forehead down, love? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll tell you, Sue. We, um, you know, something I, I truly think we can all we can all learn a lot from the captain. He's such a humble, gentle, uh, serious man, and 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 that's why I have so much respect. And, um, and and as I said to the captain, I I applaud you for putting the new global group together. It's just going to grow and grow and grow. And the best thing is we now have the captain's blessing, and and I know that means a lot to you, Sue. Oh, it it certainly does. Everybody's blessing is what I need as well, though. You know, yep. I, I'm starting to get some really good guests in, and the next guest, I must just say, he is absolute amazing. This is what it's all about. And I would like to introduce everybody to Marcel. Hi, Marcel. How are you doing? Hi, Sue. I'm doing okay. How are you? Hi, Marcel. Uh, Hi, Howard. Now, How are you? A pleasure to meet you, sir. Thank you. Now... Um, Marcel, if you want to, um, I, I think it's best that you sing your own praises, and I want everybody to tell you, I don't want everybody to tell you, I want you to tell everybody <laughs> what you are doing and where you're from, and please don't hold back, I want you to tell everybody the truth about exactly what you've done and what you've been doing. Yes, I will. Okay, my name is Marcel, I'm from Germany, 38 years old, and I'm a professional firefighter in the city of Wuppertal, where I'm living. And uh, together with uh, two really, really good friends of mine, um, we opened 
a new dog shelter in uh, Romania in the yeah in the in the fields of Romania I can say because it's uh, 50 kilometers away from Bucharest the little village is called Banessa and uh, yeah we I we with friends we decided to to open a big dog shelter um yeah and uh, during the last 4 months we we were in a pretty pretty much of a hurry because um yeah we we were forced from some authorities of this little village to to yeah to build this shelter pretty fast without planning without talking a lot about it and um yeah now we are close to the winter time and um so far we did a pretty good job but of course we still need we need a lot of things to do, but so far uh, we we can we can watch the winters coming, and yeah, this is what I'm doing pretty fast and uh, saying. And if you have uh, so if you have some questions or whatever you need to know from me, just let's talk about it. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Excellent. Now, it, it, I've just got to say you very that was very very minimal of what you've just said. I just yeah, wanted to praise you a bit more, right? So I'm going to ask you questions to get you to praise yourself here, right? How many <laughs> okay, dogs but... have how many dogs have you got at your shelter that you have done yourself, the, his own shelter, built from scratch? How many dogs have you actually rescued at this moment in time? How many? Uh, have you right got? now, we have. Let, I mean, I have to say, we still have almost two shelter running. Because we, like I said, we were forced to to build the new one pretty fast, and the, the old one, uh, which is uh, way too small and in between a kind of farmer neighborhood, um, this is still, uh, yeah, running. And um, altogether, I think we we take care about let's say 300 dogs, stray wow. dogs, wow. right now. But like I said, we our goal is to 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 finish the new one pretty fast, and um, so we can move all the other dogs and also the our kind of employee who takes care of the dogs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So yeah, but right now the winter is coming, and we have to focus on uh, getting the dogs as much food as possible. So we stop building the new one and uh, the dogs which are already there together with the old ones in the old shelter um, we just try to bring them over the winter as as good as possible with with food with with dog houses with treatments with medical stuff and something like this and so yeah about 300 dogs we have how many already. do you have on staff there how many people um, right now we have uh, a, a really good friend who is a Romanian lady, Julia, and uh, she's taking care about everything what has to do with, with dealing with the Romanians, let's say just the global Romanians. And mm -hmm. we have also one employee, he's a guy, his name is Adrian, and um, yeah, he's in the old shelter and he takes care of the dogs like like a 
kind of dog sitter 24 hours a day, seven days mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. I don't know for how many years right now. And uh, he also will move to the to the new one we built. And uh, yeah. Wow. So in Romania right now they are two two people just, and just, just of course Julia's husband. Yeah. Sorry, Marcel. Yes. I just want to interrupt yes. there, just for everybody yes. to calculate that what he's just said because he's just very he's so this guy is amazing, right? He's going to get so bright red now. He has just owned up to the fact they've got about three hundred dogs and two women. and four people because it's his wife, him, his wife, Adrian. And the other lady, four people. And no, 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 my, not my wife. I mean, my, of course, my wife. She's she's also supporting us a lot, but she's she's not uh, so happy moving uh, moving or, or traveling to Romania because she's afraid of all these suffering dogs. Um, the three we are talking about, uh, we all always call us the three musketeers. Is uh, of course Julia. She's. Uh, from Romania and also Eva from Sweden. Hi, Eva. I, I'm pretty sure you are listening to us. And uh, me, myself, from Germany. And, of course, uh, the husband from from Julia. But, uh, of course, he has his own work and he is not so often there. And, yes, Adrian, the one who is taking care of the dog 24 hours a day. Wow. So, not, so not sorry. really It's not much for... So it's actually three people looking after a shelter, two shelters, doing 300 dogs. Now, if that doesn't deserve a round of applause, I tell wow. you what, absolute <laughs> amazing. For all these people that are saying about rescuing one dog, you know, 300 dogs. I mean, and, and can I just say that most of this money he actually does himself. Now, you go to Romania as well, don't you? How often do you go? Um, since February, I don't know exactly, like... I think six times, but I'm I'm trying to get more often. I'm my goal is to be there once a month and take care of everything what's going on and um, uh, yeah, finding maybe new dogs which uh, are in need or something like this. And I don't know if all of you know exactly what's going on in Romania. I mean, if you would know what really is that going on there. <laughs> Pardon me? So that was my next question, because a lot of us won't have even been to Romania. We've only seen the picture. So please put us in the picture. What is it actually like in Romania? Um, I can tell you for sure. If people wasn't there, you cannot imagine what's really going on. I mean, we have to say Romania is a country in the European Union, and um, this country is still, uh, I, I don't know the right word for this country, because uh, some people, especially authorities like mayors or vice mayors or kind of people who are in charge about a lot, they they really don't, don't like this stray dog situation, and they want to get rid of the dogs, and they do all they can do, legal and, of course, illegal stuff to get rid of the dogs. And um, the, I can tell you for sure, the only, the, the only solution um, this animal cruelty in Romania stops is um, that we can make this public. We need to share this worldwide 
what's going on there, how the authorities are dealing with this trade dog situation, um, and if if the world doesn't know what's going on there, I can tell you for sure this will never ever be stopped. Hmm. Yeah, I can tell you, I have. Not only my or our shelter project is important for me. Also, I, during the last month, during the last years, I met a lot of other friends from Romania. Also, really, really, really nice persons from other um, yeah, projects. And I can tell you, like yesterday, um, we, we got a big emergency call over Facebook and um, the, the mayor of the city of Botosani, I don't know if this is a correct um, pronunciation in Romanian language, but all the people know what I'm talking about. Um, the mayor, the official mayor of this city, um, he, he hired a company from the city of Constanta, which is almost, I don't know exactly, almost 600 kilometers away, to, to come to this city of Botosani and take um, as much stray dogs, and not only stray dogs, let's say just dogs from the city, um, they chased about almost every dog, stray dogs, mm. spade dogs, um, dogs which already were for adoption. They, they had owners in, in maybe other countries they are waiting for. And this mayor, he hired a company for over 7,000 euros to drive almost 10 hours with two vans to chase after dogs to so that he get rid of these dogs from his city. And um, they wanted to drive with, I don't know, two full vans full with, with dogs back to Constanta. And, of course, they, they wanted to kill all of them. And, oh, um, of course, these, my, my friends from, from Botosani, the, the, the company is not company, the, the animal um, welfare organization is called Adore. They they knew what happened and they followed these two vans and they called the police. The police stopped them after 150 kilometers away from Botosani, and um, they they these dogs were in such horrible condition, uh, without water. They were all scared to death. They were in panic and shock. Hmm. I mean, I can I hope I can show you a video what which was taped yesterday night and you can when they open the van you can see in the eyes of these dogs they 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 are all scared to death they, they don't know or they didn't know what what happened and um yeah they wanted these dogs out of town and uh, bring them to the other shelter not shelter or kind of whatever they call it um and they want to get rid of them and of course if they tell they want to get rid or they don't tell. I mean, of course, they're not telling this officially. But uh, if you talk to Romanian animal activists, they tell you um, they want to kill them. And, of course, um, I have to tell, but they wanted to burn them alive. Oh, my God. And in a, like oh, a big please. cemetery. And, um, yeah, so they stopped. The police stopped them. And um, they they were forced to bring them back to Botosani, but now these dogs are in the public shelter of the city of Botosani, and everybody can imagine was this mayor 
and his employees from the public shelter will do with these dogs now after they got stopped and um yeah, I can tell you, I mean, I was there a lot of times, and I spoke to a lot of Romanian people. Um, this problem, we can only stop if the world knows what's going on. And if we can help or get help from from all people over the world, from TV stations, from radio stations, from newspapers, from, from I don't know what kind of popular persons, and um, they they have to, yeah, they have to, show the whole wide world what still is going on in uh, in Romania so without uh, this pushing from from Europe from all over the world these authorities in Romania they will continue um, their kind of horrible work what they did the last month the last years and they will continue this of course for the next months and years so I hope, I really hope in this radio show I, I will get a lot of like uh, kind of media support from all over you um, so that we can, we can, yeah, well, live Marcel, our... I can, yeah. I can honestly vouch for everybody listening tonight, and I know yep. the chat room is going to light up in a minute, but I want to say to you that the Asu Show, and I will say the Asu Show family very much welcomes you in, firstly. Second thing Thank I want you. to say to you, it's, I, if you send me that video um, via the inbox on Facebook, I will make sure that that video is put on every single one of my groups because I am yeah. quite happy to name and shame evil leaders like that all over, okay? And I yeah, know yeah, yeah. that everybody in the chat room will back me up 100% by saying we will share it everywhere. You have okay. my I mean, Sorry, I'm I'm sorry. You have my commitment 100%. I, I will do whatever wow, I can. Wow, that's great. I will thank, you I, thank you I will do whatever I can for you, and, and that comes from my heart. Sue, yeah, does, thank um, you very much. I mean, Sue, does he know this, about our events? Now, Pardon this me? is – I was just coming to that little bit. and uh -oh. just to let oh, people see? know. We're too in tune. <laughs> I tell you what. The thing is, Marcel, we, we work as a team here. There is everybody works together. We've got the Global Animal Advocate page, which I've told yeah. you about, and you have joined. And I have had a word with Howard, and myself and Howard and the Asu Show is going to be literally uh, making an event up, a Go Green and Go Blue um, for yourself. And on there, I need to tell people, this is literally going to be massive, right? I do not want you to add two of your best mates. I want you to add all of your friends. This is reality now. I want everybody to please add their friends, but also because we're going to be putting links on there that we need you to share. And we also are needing some help as well because we have got it. I've spoken to Marcel and asked him what exactly he wanted. Now, if everybody just goes on to um, Marcel's Facebook page, the first thing that I saw in this Facebook page is how he has made these shelters They've all got a kennel each. It all looks tidy and everything. He's done everything to the book. And they've really, really worked hard. You know, we have loads of people that do this, but 300 dogs, and he's still wanting to do more. He still hasn't stopped. And it's only us that can make a difference with this because we're in a different place. You know, we haven't got to see what's in Romania. But that's where you're wrong, too. Because I've had a word with Marcel, and I've asked him very politely if when he goes to um, Romania again, if he will actually do a video for us 
for the Ask Sue show so we can actually see reality. I, I, for one, have just seen pictures, and that's not enough for me. I want to literally be able to see a video of what it looks like in the streets. I want to see these dogs and the state that they're in, and I want to see what Marcel is seeing, because just by what he said tonight, it horrifies me, absolutely horrifies me. You know, we see yeah. enough on Facebook, but to actually see it in real life, Marcel, you must, you must literally have nightmares, to say the least. Yeah, sometimes it's uh, it's really hard. I mean, especially when I mean there are so many things which uh, which makes you happy. I mean, if if you're driving through the streets and you see on the next to the road, you you can see um, three, four, five little puppies without a mama. You you stop the car. You you try to get them, and if you have them in the car and bring them to your shelter, and they get food and they get water, and you will take care of them. So. Um, this is, these are the things which, which keeps you alive, and um, one of our biggest goals is also to find adopters for these dogs we, we can give for adoption. And, and, and if this is working, if you see like these little puppies came in when they were like, I don't know, a couple of weeks old, and then they, they started to, to grow in our shelter, and they, they were spayed, and so this is also a big goal from us. To, to spay the most dogs uh, we can get. So this population problem, uh, we, we can like try to, to at least try to, to stop. And, but when you, you see this uh, dog you, you found, I don't know, six months ago, and now we, we managed an adoption and this dog goes, for example, to, to Sweden or to Denmark, then you you know it's like wow every single moment is worth what we are doing but on the yeah. other side of course if you see like um abused dogs if you see dead dogs next to the road if you if you have dogs uh, in your arms dying um these are um yeah not the nicest situations and um i can tell you for sure um i mean it's if I say the most of you cannot imagine what's going on there, it's, I don't want to be impolite, but if you haven't been there, um, yeah, it's, I think it's kind of, be honest to you, you not a, a picture, and of course the video will show more of this because then you also hear what's going on. You, you hear yeah. the dogs barking and you can you can hear the the, the fearness in them and um, yeah so I will I will show you whatever I can show you and not you we I, like I, I I remember myself we need to show the world what's going on there and uh, I mean these people like the mayor of the city from Potosani or whatever city it is I mean there are so many cities there uh, where we have wonder, wonderful people who are taking care of the dogs, and they try—I mean, they try the most they can. They—they—they they, they won't eat because they will spend the last money for the dogs to buy dog food. And then on the other side, you—you you have uh, like, uh, yeah, authorities which are kicking the ass of the people because they're coming, they are forcing them something kind of. You have to do this, otherwise we will do this to you. Like I mean, they are a country, like I said, in the European 
union and they treat the people in this country like uh, 20 years ago when they had uh, Ceausescu or whatever his name was. And um, so I think, uh, yeah, we need the world to know what's going on in this country too. Not only the animals, the, the entire country, I don't know, I think has to change a little bit the authority situation and um, I hope with all your help we can we can start and we can, yeah, otherwise it's a fight against the windmill. So, so. Can I just um, say, sorry. I have put the video on Global Animal Advocate and everybody can share from there. I, I can't tell you enough how much I want this video, Sharon. I've just nicked it off your Facebook page, Marcel. Um, I for anybody who says to me, I can't cope with it, I can't watch the video, don't give me that rubbish, right? If Marcel can get no. off his backside and he can go and rescue these dogs and he can put his own money into it and he can go and fetch those dogs from there and save them, the least we can do is watch the reality and share with disgust what is actually going on in, on, in our world. Because we yeah. have, what I keep saying every single night, unless we all stand up and start speaking to our government and making a difference, then nothing at all is going to change. It yeah. is up to you guys if you want to make a difference. If you don't want to make a difference and you just want to keep this going, then it's going to be here to stay. You know, you can I watch mean, the video. Yeah, of course. I mean, just, we, we need to show this. Otherwise... Um, yes. The people never know what's really going on. I mean, uh, and if these people in the world don't know what's going on there, then nothing will change. So we have to face the reality and we have to watch this and we have to, of course, I mean, I cried a lot in Romania. I mean, I'm a, a firefighter, a professional firefighter. I saw a lot of horrible things, but when my tears are coming, um, then I can tell you for sure other people have to stand up and have to say, now it's enough, now we have to, now we came to a limit and now we need help from all over the world and uh, this has to be stopped now, otherwise, uh, yeah, this will break us pretty soon, I can exactly. tell you. I, I just, I can't praise you enough tonight you're going to have bright red cheeks by the time that you finish this show because i'm determined to make a, a show of you in a good <laughs> sense okay but i just want to say to people right now this this is where the reality again sets in and i spoke to marcel and i said to him what could we as the show do it's i mean we can share the links but everything but but to me that's not enough okay it, it we need to be doing more than that and I, I said to him, you know, what sort of things can we do and what, what sort of prices are there is things over there? And do you know what? To spay one dog, okay, just with the spaying of one dog is $20, okay? No, no, no. No, sorry, one, 20 uh, euros. Get 20 that right. Euro. I mean, I was there with, with Eva together in, in Romania and together with, with Julia. Um, we 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 catched some dogs in the city of Bucharest and we brought them in to the to the vet in the morning and we could come back in the evening and take these dogs home to our shelter and they charged us for one spade dog uh, approximately 20 euro 
So that is uh, quite cheap compared to what I paid for my dogs when they got spayed in Germany. I mean, in Germany, I have to pay 300 euro just for one dog, and in Romania, you can you can get a dog spayed for 20 euros. So, yeah, this is also the, one of the biggest goals from me, from from Eva, from Julia, to get as much dog spayed as possible. Exactly. So this is uh, one kind of help we need to. If if people decide to yeah. to to want uh, one dog spayed, they can donate like 20 euro, and we can show the picture of a of a dog which is spayed because of the donation from one person, and uh, this is then. Uh, his or her dog spayed, so this is, I think, a kind of nice. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know the word. What is it? Not, yep. not, not picture or whatever we can show. So they know this is my dog. I, I got spayed. So, kind of cool situation. So, so they, they, at the end of the day, because I've, I've obviously I've asked to you, I asked you for different things because some people can pay more than others. Okay, so I, I said to myself. What can we actually do? And I wanted to do different things because some people haven't got a lot of money. Some people have got a bit more. So what I want to say to people is you can actually sponsor a dog to be spayed for 20 euros, okay? You can actually sponsor a dog house, right? And I'll just put this on the um, chat as well, for 30 euros, okay? Yeah, we we did a kind of... 30 euros? Yeah, exactly. We did a kind of event... I mean the the new shelter we we called Ecar Ecar shelter Julia Capatina Animal Rescue. This is our new shelter, and this Ecar event we called is uh, so we uh, decided to let people buy buy a dog house. They 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 donated 30 euro, and they we we have a, a guy close to our shelter who who makes dog houses for 30 euros, and um, we color them, we paint them in, in nice colors, red, green, yellow, whatever, and every person who donated for dog house, we also name his name or her name on this dog house. I can also, so I can also send you some pictures already from the dog houses we, we have in the, in the new great. shelter. And this is really, really nice when you can see your own name um, on this doghouse and uh, a dog is laying inside, especially when the winter time is coming. They have uh, nice, warm doghouses. And when your name is like, thank you so for donating a doghouse for the e-car shelter, mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a nice Christmas gift for one of our dogs. Hey, so, great. yeah, so this is also another uh, idea we did. So people can, if they don't have so much money, I mean, 30 euro is still a lot. But um, if they want to to do a good thing, they can, they can, and, and a lot of people already did. But of course, I mean, for 300 dogs, we we need a lot of dog houses. So please, if they have some money, we we really appreciate that. So this yep. will be this will be great on the event page. I think it'll create a lot of interest. 
and a lot of knowledge. Yes. Well, and that's what I said to you. Green, go green, go blue. I actually had a word of Howard before the show, Marcel, and, and said to him, you know, I, I really have got to put some time into this because, you know, you do so much. I, I mean, there's loads of us that do the sharing, and there's loads of us that wish we could do more. And there's some of us, you know, if we could do more, we would, but, you know, we can't do it. But the thing is, we can actually support people like you that are actually getting out there and doing it. And that is what you do, you need an award for. I mean, us doing an event is a, a small thing, to say the least. I mean, absolutely. I can't even put it into words. Just absolutely amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and, of course I'm doing, I'm and also Julia and Eva, we're doing a great job. But I can tell you, um, I, when I look around and see all the other Romanian people and also friends, from these different organizations all over the world, all over Europe, they are also fighting so hard for the for the dogs, and they 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 do their best 24 hours a day, and then you have these kind of corrupted mayors and authorities, and they 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 really will put you in the sand with the head, and and uh, then of course it's kind of a roller coaster feeling. Almost every day, you you can see nice dogs coming in, rescued from the street, and then you you listen to a story like yesterday when they try to 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 chase the dogs and burn them alive in a mm. different mm. city. I mean, this oh. whole I don't I don't want to tell event. They that cost seven thousand euro to 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 hire this company to come. I mean, this has to be stopped. And um, yeah, yep. so. Of course, but, but I need... Marcel, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but surely yeah. for £7,000, they could have given you £7,000 and said, will you have all of these dogs? Yeah, I mean, but having all these dogs is not the solution. I mean, you need to, you need oh, food. absolutely. And you need, of course, medical treatment, and you need, these dogs need to be spayed as fast as possible. Um, so just taking all these dogs in and then we have the biggest problem with food and all the other stuff. Um, but, I mean, I can tell you for sure, just let's calculate with 7,000 euro if one spade dog is 20 euros, so we all can count one-on-one -on -one how many dogs they could pay with this amount of money. So this is, this is the, the unbelievable situation in this country. Um, on the other, on, on one side, all these hard-fighting animal activists from all the uh, organizations, not not only ours and not only um, from from Botosani, also from Brasov, also from other cities in Romania, and then um, you have on the other side these corrupt mayors and authorities where they they will try to to kick you, they will try to put you down in the sand. So, yeah, we we also. Mm -hmm need to stop this. This is also very, very important. And, and I want to say to people, which really goes on to, I've got to just put a little mention in for um, a government page that we've started, Marcel, and it's called Hey Mr. Government Globally. And this goes back to what I've said for so many times until I'm sick of saying it to people. Until yeah. we all get together and stand up against our governments, and, t and that's all of them, that's not just where Marcel is or just where I am or just where Howard is, this is all of them, 
we need to say that we've had enough. Society needs to stand up and say that we've had enough of this cruelty. Nobody ever has the right to say, we'll burn these dogs alive. Reality. No, of course not. It's just, it's just, do you know, I can't even get that to enter my head. I can't even, I mean, is this actually going on all the time, Marcel? I mean, you're saying that this was an occasion where it was videoed. Reality, though, is this actually happening all the time? People burning dogs alive just to mm. get rid of them? Mm. Yeah, I mean, we all only see when it comes to the, 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 top, of the top of the peak. I mean, you never know. They never tell and they never show and they never... I mean, it's never in being public what they really do with these dogs. But I, I've been to to a lot of kind of public shelters, and uh, you can see a lot of dogs inside. And when you come back three days later, I don't know, like 25% of these dogs are gone. And if mm. you ask, what, where are the dogs? They, they, they come with kind of excuses. They say, um, oh, they are at the vet, and they, they need to be spayed, and then uh, I don't know what to do. Maybe the, we want to release them. These are the authority kind of version. But if you talk to Romanian animal activists, you know exactly what they did. They, when, when it's getting dark outside, they take the dogs and, uh, of course, they kill these dogs. And mm. no people ever know um, mm. what really happened. They, they are never um, afraid of excuses. They, they can tell you, like, whatever they wanted with these dogs, like spaying, blah, 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 blah. This is all, sorry for saying, bullshit. These authorities <laughs> are talking Bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm really you know what? I was just after about yesterday. To say to you, I thought you were going to say it politely, and I was just going to say you're allowed to say bullshit on this occasion. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely read your mind then. Marcel, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. I wanted to ask you something. So obviously, obviously, the average person has no clue what's going on there, from what you're saying. No. No. Yeah. Of course and, not. I mean, and obviously, obviously, this has been going on forever and ever and ever. Exactly. If this, if we can can stop this, this will be next month, next year, the next year. So now I have the chance to, to speak to you, to tell you, and I, I will show you all the pictures I can, I can get. And I can tell you for sure um, if my tears were coming, I'm pretty sure a lot of other people's tears will come. Oh, I'm sure. So, I'm sure. Um, oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. This videotape is almost unbelievable, and you, you can see also the mayor of, of this city uh, trying to find kind of excuses or whatever, and um, yeah, this is kind of the most horrible video when they opened the, the, the door from the van, and you can see these dogs. I mean, normally they, the dogs are barking, and these dogs were all so scared. Not You can't even listen to one damn voice from one of these dogs because they they were scared to death and um yeah even if i uh, <laughs> tell again and again and again what. what happened what did um you can you can see in my voice how how this really affects me so i mean of course my or our e-car shelter project is is important for me but also all the other um animal rescuing and animal cruelty has to stop and um we need to stand up and uh 
Yeah. Can Take I tell you what I'm going to do? I don't know. Obviously, I've, I must just say to people, I've not seen this video yet, right? So, but I want people to listen, okay? So I'm just going to literally, just for a couple of minutes, I'm going to play the sound. You'll be able to hear the sound over the radio, but I want everybody to share this video, right? But I just want to listen, right, and just be thinking that you haven't even seen the picture. This will just be the noise. And just by what Marcel has told me, this is going to be quite horrific. So we'll just have a little listen um, to literally hear part of what is actually going on in this. So um, please, I'm I'm just going to try and find um, how far we're actually going up to with this. Okay. Um, Hold on a minute. I don't know. Can you see it? I, I, I can see. I'm just seeing if I can get to the part where... I just wanted to see if we could actually here. I, I have just got to say, how how much effort did it actually get to get to the police to this? Pardon me once again. You you are how how did it, how talking. much effort did it take to get the police to come out to this? Is this something that they actually do do? Yeah, the police. You know, I mean, police is also under the the hands from mayors and authorities so of course also police are most of them are also corrupt like like the authorities so um but in this case i don't know how how my friends from botosani did it but in this case they stopped the van the police stopped it and they forced them to to get them back and but normally i think um the police is not on your side in this kind of country, I don't know if how it is in other countries, but um, yeah, here the police is uh, yeah not your friend. <laughs> Most Good of them, great. I don't. I generally speaking, I don't want. But um, I, I also know a lot of stories where the police didn't help and they just um, stand back a couple meters and watched everything. So. Um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, you need to fight most of the situations alone. Well, Marcel, I honestly the the time is going right, okay? But yeah, I yeah, just yeah, want yeah, to yeah. say to you, but but listen, it's not time's up yet. But what I want to say to people is, the Asu show, the Go Green and Blue and events and everything, and, and the Global Animal Africa, Marcel, are right behind you, okay? This show is not finished. I'm going to say to people right now, we're going to get Marcel on this show. I don't care if it's once a week, okay? This guy needs an award for what he's doing. And I want everybody to watch that video. Please go to the Global Animal Advocate page. Go and like the page. And I want everybody to join up. And I will put all the videos. Marcel's going to send it to me. And I will share it to as many groups as we can. I will literally get people to start sharing this. We need to get the world on this. Because this is horrific. I mean, I haven't even seen the video. But I've just seen little shoppings. I was hoping I could be able to play part of it. But it's just... You can imagine the kerfuffle of loads of people trying to get these dogs out of this, but this is horrendous, and this is where it, this is reality, and this is where we really do need to stand up. You know, I admit to everybody, you know, we are all sharing one dogs at a time on Facebook and everything, but also we need to show people the hidden parts of our world, you know, because this yeah. is just totally wrong. We're supposed to be human. I mean, that can't be right, and it goes back to the same thing as... 
I keep saying to everybody, you know, it's the same thing again. The government is not doing anything. And, and for them to actually say that they are going to burn dogs alive? Mm-hmm. Oh, please. You know, somebody's got to do something. Somebody's got to stand up. And I don't mind standing up and saying, come on, now that's enough. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you know exactly. what, Marcel, I can't, oh, I can't even put into words for your love, honestly. I just don't know how you can go and see all that stuff and just, you're just amazing. Yeah, if you, if you sit there amazing. once, you can't, you can't just go home and, and stop this. You, if you've been there once, you, you talk to yourself and say, okay, if this is going to be the last thing I do, I will come back and uh, do whatever I can. So like we did with our shelter and um, like I told you, the winter is coming. We need a lot of uh, help, of course, also. So, uh, yeah, I need to go exactly. back. Also, also my my best friend from Sweden, Eva, is coming back. So um, we will continue our work at our e-car shelter. And so, uh, yeah. Marcel? Yes? Marcel, I don't know if you listened to the first half of the show. We had the captain of the New Jersey. Uh, of course yes. I did. And I will I will guarantee you that after the holidays he will come back on, and I'm sure Sue will agree we'll have the both of you on, and I'm, I'm sure he will have some input. He's a very smart man, and I know this will be near and dear to his heart, so if it's okay with well, Sue, I, I, I'm sure we can get a show together with the two of you. Definitely. Oh, and not just that, Marcel. I, I'm actually going to forward the video to the captain as well because okay. everybody needs to see this. If everybody please could send this to the governments, I mean, I'm not good with my geography, but I'm sure Marcel will update me. Myself and Marcel will be working behind the scenes and emailing each other and, and them passing links. Um, and I want to be able to start getting people to start emailing these absolute... Yeah. Oh, I'm not even going to say it because they're just not worthy. But <laughs> Don't even say it. <laughs> we have just got to email these absolute unhuman people and something's got to give and i uh, we've got to send this to the sun newspaper in the uk we've got to send it to the newspapers in, in usa All and over. we have got yeah. to show the world what is exactly going on yeah exactly this is this yeah exactly marcel, you have my yeah sorry marcel any it, when you next go over to Romania, obviously I've already said to you to please do a video, and the one that we can um, definitely pass through the ASU show and also onto the Global Animal Advocate because, oh, I, yeah. again, I've just got it. Of all the people that have, I've had on my show, right, I, I think you've got to deserve some mega respect, mate, because oh, fair dues, you just. There's loads of people out there who'll be saying, if I had the money, I would do it and whatever. And I tell you what, I just total respect. Yeah, absolutely. So, and respect. one one thing before um, the show ends. I mean, if we we talked about uh, yeah different possibilities to to help to donate. And I mean, if if really people want to to be a kind of sponsor of a paid dog or of a dog house, so I will also um, give you the information how people can can donate some money, maybe through PayPal or also through our banking account. So if you can um, put this also on your page so people know what they can do if they yeah. want something we, to do, Martel, it would be great. We are going to do an event, and I've got two, we, you know, we've all got quite a few friends to say the least, right? Yeah. And I promise you, hand on heart, yeah. it's going to get shared everywhere. We will start a new event up, Go Green, Go Blue, okay? We'll add okay. you straight to it. 
and we will put all your links, all the videos, and everything on that. I promise you. You got our okay. word, well, Marcel. Thank you very much. I'm, Marcel, I'm known as the famous cheerleader, and believe me, from my heart, <laughs> I will be cheerleading my guts out for you and the dogs. I really Trust appreciate me. that. Thank so we'll you tell you, I'm the, be- I'm the best cheerleader there is. So when, you've when never course, seen pom poms like it. That's right. No. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you will. Trust me, I know. We will be. Oh, no, can we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh. But, Marcel, we are running out of time, but I, I want to thank you, and I know the, the chat must be applauding. I'm sure if everybody in the chat room, please, a thousand oh, claps for this guy. It just wouldn't be enough. You know, mega, mega applause. Please share the emails. Please, please share the pictures, the videos, everything. It's all going to go into Global Animal Advocate. We're going to do a Go Green, Go Blue event for him. And, I, again, I just want to thank you very much, Marcel, for coming on the show. And I can promise thank you, you very much. Marcel is not yeah, going to be a stranger only, on our only show. One more time. I, thank you from all our ECA team. And I can also say thank you from all animal activists from whole Romania. And um, I can, I'm pretty sure now we, we find solutions to, to fight back. Oh, there. Yep, it, I can honestly say it's e- easily trebled just by coming on the show, I promise you. Um, but okay. also, Marcel, please send me links of other people that you're also associated with in Romania. Any friends um, that are listening? I know you've got a lot of people listening um, yes, exactly. on, on the show. We've got a lot of guests and everything. Please ask them to join the ASU show, to join the Global Animal Advocate and... If you don't mind sharing our links as well and just tell them all to join any links. And I must just yes. say that we, I, I did have an email, obviously, of one of your friends as well, who wanted me yeah. to share that video as well. And I'm not going to mention their name, but thank you very much for emailing me. I did get it, and I was going to mention it on the show tonight, but Marcel did such a brilliant job. I didn't want to disturb him. So. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. Listen, you've got nothing to be sorry about. Uh, Marcel, okay. thank you very much for calling into the show. Please look after yourself and uh, okay, love to everybody much. with you. Take care, Marcel. Have a nice evening and uh, goodbye to all of you. Take care, Marcel. Okay. Good thank night, Marcel. Thank you very Marcel. much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, love. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Whoa. I tell you what. Wow. That guy, I, I, honestly, I'm just so took back. I haven't even watched that video. I have watched like five seconds. Wow. And I can already feel myself. Yeah, well... This is going to be a blowout event. All I'm going to say is this is why I do this show every single week for six days a week. And if anybody can watch them videos and tell me that this is not what we're fighting for and all this pathetic, stupid bitch-slapping each other about how good one group is, who's doing the most likes, who's doing the most shares, for God's sake, grow up and start doing something. This is what we're fighting for. It is not over-ego. It's not whose group's the biggest. It's the one that's shouting the bloody loudest and doing something, and that guy's doing something. Here, here, so next Sue. time somebody wants to slander me or bullshit about any of my friends, for God's sake, watch that video. Instead of sending links and shit about people, just share that link. That's what it's all about. That's why we're fighting. Here, here, Sue. And you I'm know sorry, some... but it's... Yep, you're right. And it's time for people to grow up. Let's all work together. It's, it's old already. And I agree with you, Sue. Let's all work together. It's for the animals, not for egos and numbers like you just said. It's old already. It's very old. So I'm I'm with you on that, my friend. I'm sorry. I just... I, no, I don't, be sorry, don't be sorry, Sue. Don't be sorry. 
And do you know what? Poor dogs were hanging out the back of the van. Well, we're going to make a difference over there. Once again, we will make a difference. As soon as I put finish the show tonight, we're doing the event, Howard, and it's, I don't, everybody has got to have every single friend. I don't care if they like the picture or not. Everybody's got to share it. Please, Absolutely. You, you have my word. I'll be the best I'll be Global the best Global animal advocate. Everybody, yep. please add to it. This is what's going to make the difference, I promise you. Yep, yep. <sighs> okay, my friend. I do what I try and hold it together so much. But tonight was just he is just a, an amazing guy. Marcel, I absolutely love you guy. Honestly, absolutely amazing. Yeah, he'll be back. I know he will be back many times. Oh, and, definitely. Uh, I promise you that. For sure, for sure. And uh, the first anyway, Howard. Yep. I, I, I want to thank you for coming on the show and being my co-host. I want to thank the captain. I want to thank Sally. I want to thank Marcel and I want to thank every single one of you that support the Asu show. Please all go and join Global Animal Advocate, but also Hey Mr. Government globally. I tell you what, that Hey Mr. Government page is going to be important. We have got a very, very, very big fight on our hand, and if you want to be part of it, get your boxing gloves on, not for other people that are doing stuff, but against these bastards that are carrying on hurting these animals and making their life hell. It's time we made their life hell. Now, come on. And I know it's only Thanksgiving in this country, but I want people after this show to sit down, look themselves in the mirror, and say, I'm thankful, and grow up once and for all. Yes, hear, hear. Anyway, thank you very much, Howard. Love You're you, welcome, darling. my friend. Love you. Cheers for coming on the show. Always a pleasure, Sue. Take care. Bye-bye. Good night, darling. Bye-bye. And uh, after that very bad outburst, I'm so sorry, but I... No, I'm not sorry. I just want you all, please, to join Global Animal Advocate. Please join us. And thank you very much for joining the show. And I've got good shows coming up this week. Please join us. Thank you very much, and good night.